valuations follow confidence. The higher your confidence is that you know what you're doing, the higher the confidence is that your team knows what they're doing, the more money a buyer is going to pay. When you're going to sell your business, you have multiple choices of who you sell to. You can sell horizontally. You can sell vertically. Horizontal companies acquire you to add something. Vertical acquire you to create value within the economies of scale so they can strip out costs because they have so much of it, they don't need the things you have in your business. A conglomerate is somebody that will come in and add to the overall offering because you add value, which is I sold to a conglomerate. And so when you're going, and maybe you're the acquirer, right? Maybe you're the one acquiring similar businesses that share resources so both of you can get bigger. I guarantee you most of your bankers in most towns don't know what any four of these words. They can't even say congeneric. I can't even say it. Don't worry. It means the same as. All right? So look, the first thing that's going to happen when you're thinking about selling your business is you're going to go through a quality. This is the number one trap right here. This is what private equity loves to do. They come in and tell you, oh, I'll pay you a big number for your business. And then they make you get rid of all other buyers because they have exclusivity provision. Of course, the whole thing is contingent on you going through quality of earnings. Then they come into your quality of earnings. They spend, they do this at the very end of your negotiation after they've locked everybody else out because they know if they break you up over this, other buyers are going to turn you down or spend less. So then they come in and they go through your books. They look at your P&Ls. They look at all your contracts. They look at your employee handbooks. They look at your employee or lack of agreements. They're going to go. There's 180 things they're going to look at. And they're going to find the deviation from do you have it or do you not? Or is it a 1 to 10? And they're going to score it. And they're going to come and they're going to say, boom, your business is worth 40% less because of all these things that you didn't even know you should be doing. And if you want this pile of money we've got in our hand, you have to discount your price. And if you break up with us, everyone's going to know there's a problem. So you know what we do? When we work with business owners, we train them and teach them what these reports, the 180 things, what you need to know. If you want to work with us, we can even help fix all those things so that they're all eights, nines, and tens because valuations follow confidence. The higher your confidence is that you know what you're doing, the higher the confidence is that your team knows what they're doing, the more money a buyer is going to pay. Now, you may say, well, what if I don't want to sell my business? Trust me, you go into the bank, let's just say that you're sitting there, you're building your business, you're making a couple million dollars a year, you feel really good about it, you've exited your roles, you've exited your responsibilities, you've created a great management team, you're able to go fishing in Alaska 90 days out of the year and go to Italy for three weeks and do everything that you've always wanted to do, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from one of your competitors and a spouse calls you and says, my spouse just passed away and we have a $5 million business and we need to sell it right away. Well, if you, these quality of earnings are being tracked and you're always maximizing the data, you walk over to the bank and you go, here, I'm a sophisticated business owner operator. I don't really work in my business much. Here's how much I generate. Here's the national averages. Here's my quality of earnings. I track to it every year. I have it looked at. 
I make sure I'm looking at it. I have a forecast, a budget to actual. Here's what my consistent reporting is. Here's what my consistent profit is. I want to borrow two and a half million bucks so I can go buy something that will triple the size of my company. Isn't that what you want? Don't you want to be prepared to take advantage of market shifts and opportunities? Because I can tell you, during COVID, we watched our partners that we were working with go through some of them five and 10 times growth just simply because their competitors gave up. The higher your confidence is and the confidence of the people around you, including bankers, the easier you're going to have accessibility to money. If you're like, I don't even own a business. You're talking about business. I, I jumped on this webinar. I don't own a business. Good news. There's 31.8 million business owners that aren't on the webinar. So you can come and learn this stuff and then you can go home and help other businesses and blow their minds because of what you know, because they don't know this stuff. There's five ways to exit through monetizing your business. One, one way where you pay zero tax, just like real estate, is you get a loan. So could you imagine your business is making a million, a million and a half dollars a year. You're just distributing the money. You don't really need it. And you go down to the bank and say, can I borrow three and a half million, five million dollars? They write a check to five million dollars. You have eight years to pay it off through the business and you get to pay your tax and the loan down over eight years. You could do it by selling to an employee. You could take active income, literally go to your employee, and we help people do this all the time, and say, you know, I'm making a million a year. I'll sell you my business for $7 million, and you just pay me a half a million a year for the next 14 years. You can exit that way, but then you have to have confidence in your team. Well, how do you do that? You learn how to exit your roles, exit your responsibilities, retain key people, and you create your own future exit. And that's called a constructive exit strategy. And it just comes, you know how law of attraction happens? Law of attraction happens first by law of intention, then law of action, moving towards a stated objective or what you want, and then you attract it in your life. You could sell to an investor. You could sell the business. So let's imagine you build a business that's making $5 million a year, and you're pretty much living the way you want. And you're like, you know what? I'd like to put $15 million in the bank. So you go to an investor and you're like, hey, I'll sell you half my business. You give me $15 million, you're going to get $2.5 million of profits every year. What is that as a percent of 15 million? It's better than what most real estate's gonna pay you. So understanding how to get money to work for you and how you can get you to work for money is an art. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you do. And what you do ultimately becomes your legacy.